Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 105.7 The Fan. It's time to receive shovels. Us to give some shovels. Maybe you will receive one. I doubt it, though. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter. At BBMS1057, a fan. Ed Norris will get you a shovel this morning. Former NFL MVP, Cam Newton. He's got a podcast. I think it's called Fourth and One. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, they were talking about quarterbacks in the league and, you know, who was MVP candidates and who were just, you know, game managers he came up with some ridiculous, I think, a ridiculous choice. Um, he actually he put in. At first, I thought he put Lamar in with Mahomes, but he he, he cites Lamar, um, Pat Mahomes, and then Dak Prescott as game managers. Yeah. Then I was staked because those MVP candidates. I thought I heard. That. Then he said with game managers. He puts in like you know Brock Purdy and he included Dak Prescott again. Now, Dak Prescott to me is never been a game manager. Yeah, why don't we just why don't we listen to hear exactly what he said? Lamar Jackson, obviously Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, like, but Brock, let's they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game, and if we were to put that in its own right as game managers Brock Parody Tua Tonga Valoa Jared Goff and really Dak Prescott mm. these are game managers they're, they're not difference makers you say game manager I'm not asking you to go out and win the game I'm just asking you not to lose not to lose the game that's listen motherfucker I don't give a damn what you do you don't have to score every time you just don't have to throw a pick every time either if we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer. He's right about that, but he's wrong about his selection. Yeah, and I'm not so sure he should say it about Brock Purdy this year either. I know people have a hard time believing it, but his stats are the same as, as Dax. He's got he's got like 50 more yards in the air, um, a better completion percentage by like a percentage point, and you know he's got 20. He's got 
25 touchdowns, and, and Dak has 28. So, I mean, I think they both have an MVP season. And I would never, and Purdy, of course, you know, the jury is still out, I guess, because he hadn't had enough you know, time in the NFL. But Dak Prescott has. And I just think to put him in as a game manager is really misguided and very unfair. I don't, I don't, I'm not even going to go with stats based on what Dak Prescott is doing. Uh, I'm going to go on stats based on what other quarterbacks in that system have done. And here's a better. Here's a better than Garoppolo's. Here's a yeah. better better than, than the short, small sample size of Trey Lance. Yeah. His in that system, he's been better. With those people. Yeah, with the same people. Yeah. So I'm not going with that at all. Yeah. My shovel goes to one of my favorites. It's funny, you give your shovel to one of your favorites. I give my shovel to one of my favorites. Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green. Draymond was ejected from uh, Tuesday night's game, a 119-116 loss to the Phoenix Suns after a flagrant foul two by hitting Yusef Nurkic in the head. Now, if you look at this, after the, after he hit him in the head, he turned around and put it at his waist to the referee saying he re- that he was holding my waist. He was holding your waist, but that doesn't warrant you turn around and hit him in the head. <laughs> it's like a spinning back fist almost. Draymond, you need counseling, man. You yeah. need therapy, brother. I'm serious, man. I'm not even making fun of you. You need serious yeah. therapy. You got anger issues that that are coming out more and more now. That you that, that are going to start controlling you and defining you. You have some serious anger issues, and on top of that, you've become a distraction to your team. Yeah, you know, you, I mean, you used to be the sturdiest that that, that you know, the strongest third to drink. Now you are a distraction, man. Yeah, I mean, how many times you've been ejected this season? Third. He already punched a teammate before the season started. Well, he had that coming. A lot of people want to punch him. Yeah, yeah. he had that coming. That was last year, but he had that coming. Was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to stop. Don't be be that guy to that guy. Jordan Poole, you can't be that guy to that guy. (laughs) That's what Jordan Poole did. If anybody knows who Draymond is, Jordan Poole, you should have known, and you were that guy to that guy. So you had that coming. Everybody else... They're the victims, not Jordan Poole. Robert in Catonsville. What's up, Robert? What's going on, fellas? Not much, man. What's going I on with you? Give, I can't make no noise, man. I want to give my shovel to the Baltimore City government and our Gotham City mayor. How are you How are you emphasizing and wanting to dump all this money in the Harbor Place when there's still schools with no air conditioning? Yep. How do you got money for that, but you don't have money to put air conditioning in the schools? I that's see, who I want to get hey, Robert, let me ask you this question because I, I I hear that. But one thing about budgets, there's money allotted to different things. What happened to the money from the casinos? Thinking the same thing. I wanted to say that, but I wasn't sure, so I didn't want to bring that up. Somebody on Twitter, and I, I'm, I'm going to research it, said that there's a plan in motion that Poly City, Western, and three other schools is supposed to see some of that money next year. I don't know how true that is. I want to look into it. But that's my biggest question. I, you know, and I hear what you're saying about the government. But if I'm in charge of the government, Robert, and this money is already allotted for the school system, and I know it, now I'm gonna start spending money on other things because I'm in charge of the whole city. So I don't know whether to blame that on the government officials or or the people that's you know in charge of spending that money with the school system because it's there. And you and I both know the money's there. The money is certainly there, and that's what's so disturbing about this. The money's there, and and I and this is a my problem with this. When people start saying, "Why aren't they putting this into the school system?" Why aren't they? they put a ton of money into the school system? Where how's it to the officials' pockets? That's the problem. Where's it's, it going? At man? one time, this is one of the highest paid school systems on the top end 
in the country. Yeah. People weren't even showing up for work. Remember I, Fox 45 yeah. did that special. Someone hadn't been working a year and a half, still making six figures. When I was police commissioner, O'Malley. You, went, you didn't go to work for a year and a half, made six weeks? No, I worked hard. <laughs> O'Malley had me, he made me look at the school system because it wasn't really under his jurisdiction. They don't, report, they come to cabinet meetings, but then, you know, report to the mayor. I found like a bunch of people with six figure jobs that, that had no jobs. Yeah. And that was just a cursory look at this. So, how much money is actually being, you know, wasted or diverted and stuff? Ed, 8 30, you ready to do the hockey? Absolutely. All right, but on the other side, Chris Naki, going to talk some Turks basketball. Turks with a win last night. Uh, Chris' impression of the team and where they're headed now. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 817 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn out today. Maryland Terrace with a win last night against Alcorn State. Ed Norris, that's the win that they needed. They definitely needed that. Not just a win they needed, but the way they needed to yeah. win it. Uh, they needed to take care of business last night, and they did exactly that. Take care of business. Um, this basketball team, a little disappointing this year. Um Six and four, six and zero at home. Um, four and zero, every, oh and four everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got to take care of it. And unfortunately, beat Penn State, got a win in the Big Ten, yeah. but lost to Indiana though. They did lose to Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just looking forward to this team to just improve a little bit, um, and we know they will. Joining us right now, broadcast team of the Maryland Terps. You can hear him right here on one hundred five seven Fan. Your home for Terps basketball, Coach Chris Naki. What's going on, Coach? What's up, boys? How Nothing, we doing? Doing well, doing well. We'll talk a little bit earlier. This is exactly the type of win that Maryland needed. We, we, you know, a win against Alcorn State. You knew it was going to happen, but they needed to flex a little bit and air things out. And I thought last night was, well, you know, scoring forty-seven in the first half, coming back in the second half, scoring fifty-eight. You know, they, I think they did what they needed to do last night. Yeah, I think so. I think you check a lot of boxes with a game like that, Rob. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think it's also important, particularly important uh, for some of the, uh, you know, for guys not named Jameer and Julian to have a game like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, we've seen what those guys can do against pretty much all comers at this point in time. 
Uh, The other guys need to be more aggressive, more confident, more assertive, and an effort like that last night should only help them, you know, in those fronts. Something to me this year just looks like it's off or missing. Um, I just don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Just... What do you th- I think they're a little disappointing this year. I, I didn't expect them to be, you know, four losses already. What are you seeing when you're, you know, watching these guys play? I think that they had, they were, they're really missing the guys they lost. Uh, some, you know, one to graduation and a couple guys to the portal. Mm. And, <clears throat> you know, they were very good glue guys, very good kind of multifaceted guys. Uh, you know, the Swiss Army knives that you absolutely have to have on your team. You think a, a guy like Hakeem Hart, who's now at the Villanova. There is nobody on that Maryland roster that has the complete skill set that, that he did. Um, Ian Martinez shot over 40% from three last year. Obviously, that's an area that they've missed. But I think really one of the unsung heroes last year who was a great locker room guy and a really well-liked guy on the team was Patrick Emelian, who was a sub off the bench, you know, big guy, played multiple positions, uh, and did so quietly. You know, he just he, he was a gamer every time he went out there. Uh, he battled even though he was a little undersized. And they, they miss that kind of cohesion that those guys all provided. Uh, so I think it takes time to build that. I, I don't think it's something that you, you, know, you have right at the start of a season. Guys sort of start to have their roles defined for them as the season unfolds. And hopefully we'll see some guys – and also, you know, what that job is available for freshmen too. They they can apply. So so those guys can step up and serve some of those roles as well. Uh here with Chris Knocky talking some terms hoops, Chris. Uh last night Jonathan Mamolt, freshman out of St. Francis Academy, scored his first basket, uh his first field goal uh, of his terms career. He had ten points against Alcorn State. And again, albeit Alcorn State and on his birthday, what do you think the uh the future is for this young man? Yeah, you know, I, Rob, I tell you what, I wish when I, when I watched him play like that, I wish I uh, I wish I spent more time at practice. I, I went to a bunch of practices before the season started, but then, you know, life gets in the way once November and December rolls around and stuff. So I, you know, but every time he gets on the court, things happen, uh, and most of them good. A lot of energy. Uh, made a big a couple of threes, I think, last night, and just looked really comfortable. Uh, he's a Loose ball magnet. You can never have never have enough of those. And he looks like he's a guy who can play a lot of different roles for you. So I, I honestly think a game like that last night, you know, if you're John Lamoth, yeah, you, you really need to go in there and play well to sort of state your case. Now, playing well doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a boatload of minutes down the line, but playing poorly probably means you're going to be relegated for yeah. the rest of the season. Yeah. So. I thought he took advantage of the opportunity. It was nice to see him step up. You, know, you mentioned something before about the, when I asked what's lacking with the you know, guys with the transfer portal and departing. What are your thoughts overall? Basketball, football. When the, when the transfer portal was proposed, I thought it was a great idea that those unfair coaches could coach right away, but players couldn't. But now there's literally thousands of football players in the portal already as of yesterday. Um and with the NIL money, it just seems like this is going to really keep the rich richer and it may not be as good a thing as I thought. I, well, I tell you what, man, you're spot on. That, the delta will grow. Uh, and, and also, there's a lawsuit that's being heard today 
about completely lifting any transfer restrictions, which means immediate eligibility upon transfer, which means anybody who's even remotely just disgruntled in their role or, or, or with their team can just scoot and play right away the next year. So the toothpaste is out of the tube on this stuff. I have no idea how you stop it. The NCAA is just absolutely you know, uh, has been testicle-free for a long time. Long time. What did <laughs> and, uh, so, I, can I say that? But anyway, it's just You uh, say they have no balls, it's fine. It's, it's yeah, fine. I mean, it's, it's sad that we are where we are. Yeah. But, man, if you're coaching in this environment, you you have no choice but to figure it out, embrace not necessarily embrace it, but use it. And I, uh, that's, it's, you know, you can gripe and bitch about it all you want. You just have to deal with it and and make the best of it. The question that I've been asking for the NCAA for years, and I'll still ask it, what is it that you do? I mean, honestly, why, why are you here? Because we saw during the pandemic when college football said, yeah, we hear your recommendations, but the conference is going to decide to play anyway. <laughs> to me, it, it pulled down the pants of the NCAA forever. I mean, now so I ask the question, what what is it that you do besides collect money? NIL came into fruition, Chris, because we asked, where's the money? Well, yeah. your answer to where's the money is to go out and get your own? That's not answering the question. The question is, where's the money? I just think the NCAA is useless. It's useless. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think you could create a role where they service the you know D2 and D3 championships. Yes. And the, 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 you know, the... Uh, Non-revenue sports, as it were, you know, the Olympic sports. The Olympic sports, yeah. You know, uh, but but in terms of the way they deal with the realities of, you know, high-level D1 football and D1 basketball, it's it's almost laughable uh, how powerless they are, and and also the leadership of the organization has been has been awful for 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 a long time, and that's one of the reasons why they are where they are. Uh, they. They never saw this coming. They never, got, you know, they never got on the right side of history. And I, that's not to say that all of this is, is uh, you know, the right way to go. But you are correct. The lack of transparency is one of the things that led to this. Absolutely, absolutely. Chris Naki, thanks a lot as always, my friend. Go Terps. All right, boys. Thanks. Thanks, right, man. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Jeremy sent me his top three NFL teams. And we will reveal his and Ed's at 845, but on the other side, Ed, you're going to do some hockey. We're going to the five-hole, buddy. It's some big news locally. People may not be happy about this. Ed, Norris NHL report up next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Nealander back with it. Flips that to Matthews. Steps around. Cooley walks in and shoots. That's blocked. Rebound score! Austin Matthews strikes again. Leafs lead 6-3. to three. And the NHL goal-scoring leader has got 21. Yeah. That's uh, last night, Cars of ESPN. That's sound. Austin Matthews had two goals to assist. Uh, the Maple Leafs defeated the Rangers 7-3. to three. Rangers still, uh, according to ESPN, number one ranked team in the NHL. Um, playing some good hockey, as are the, the Maple Leafs. Have, but the Maple Leafs are ranked like 10th. Um, but that's where they are right now. Uh, just uh, just interesting to watch how you know teams like the Las Vegas Golden Knights have such an impressive record so far this year. Um, but the Rangers still ranked ahead of them by uh, the ESPN people. Um at number one, and so let's give you how it rounds out. The Knights are second, Kings are third, the Bruins have uh, fallen to fourth, the Avalanche fifth. You got the Stars at six, the Canucks seven, and the team I told you to watch out for for a long time because of, you know, they got their GM there, used to play for them. It was the GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, turned that team around, Detroit Red Wings. Eisenman has done a great job there. It really has. And uh, they rank number eighth in the NHL right now after being a doormat for a couple of years. The Panthers, nine. Maple Leafs rounded out at 10. Um, so that's your top 10 right now in the NHL. You just heard the sound from the Maple Leafs Rangers contest. One of the things I did want to talk about, aside from that, is something Rob talked about last year, uh, earlier in the show, not last year, um, is how people get anointed before they've actually, you know, earned it. And how do we come up with these things? One such guy had a goal last night. Bedard scores! Connor Bedard! His first game back home in Western Canada, and there's no place like home. That sinister release in the upper right-hand corner. Bedard has scored, and Chicago strikes first. Yep. Well, that was Connor Bedard, and that also courtesy of ESPN. Connor Bedard leads the team. He leads the Blackhawks in points, goals, and assists. Um, and he's got a ton of ice time as well. He's uh, a ton. He's, he's getting a lot. He's averaging like 20 minutes a, a game. He's like right up there with the, the forwards on the team um, as far as being on the ice. It just He's one of those kids. Look, he's 18 years old. I think we forget that. He's incredibly young. Um, but they say he is like the real deal. Yeah, he said he's leading his team. He's the, he's the center on the first line now. He's earned that. So he's on the first line. He's leading the, the forwards in, in those categories, leading in scoring for sure. Um, and he's gotten some high praise from people who are in similar situations, like Connor McDavid. He says he's got to tune out the expectations placed on him um, because he went through it. He knows it's like you've had cameras flashing since you were a kid. You know, Nathan McKinnon of the Avalanche, Stanley Cup winner, great center. Uh, he said that Bedard is probably the best 18-year-old he's ever skated with wow. and already has one of the best shots in the NHL. He's 18. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, of course, well, he's super mature, great head in his shoulders, very driven. But he's 18 years old, and he, started, he looks like he's fulfilling the expectations placed on him because he was, he was one of those guys that was touted as one of the best, you know, 
rookies to be drafted number one, and uh, he's he's certainly. I can't imagine being eighteen and starting in the NHL and thriving. I mean, that's you know, it was in high school. It's like give me a little. Come here. I mean, come, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, I think the biggest news, though, I say for last because it's, it affects the um, the local team. The Washington Capitals are apparently having a press conference with the. Well, I guess Leonsis says with the governor of Virginia today, announcing they're going to move. They're going to move the team from Chinatown in D.C. to Arlington. Um, How does this affect them, the the, the city? Of I think it hurts the city. I really do because you're moving the Wizards too. Um, so it's just, and it's only it's not going to be right away, twenty twenty eight, but that'll pass close in the enough. It's close yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, How would it affect attendance, in your opinion, between now and then? Will people say, you know, was countdown? Make sure I get there. Or people say, screw you, I'm not coming. You're leaving us. Don't know. I I can't answer that because I don't know how to. It's not going to stay the same. You no, know, that. it's not. Um, but I tell you what, I'd be angry if I was a DC resident, and it's not that far. It's like they're moving to some other state or something. They're just moving to a suburb of DC, essentially, in another in another state. But I don't know if I'd be happy about it. I wouldn't want the Baltimore Orioles to play in Bel Air. Right. That's what I mean. No offense to Bel Air. Yeah. One no. of my favorite places I, is there. I'm Parents in. Bistro. But I just wouldn't <laughs> want that to happen. No. I wouldn't want that. I know I was really angry when the when the Jets went to New Jersey, even though the Giants. Were, I mean, Shea Stadium was a dump. It was cold. It was this. It was that. But that's where you belong. You belong in your city, and I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like this move at all. And we have, we do have a Caps fan in residence here. You talking about the executive producer? Over there? I am sorry, executive producer. Um, what What are you thinking about this? I they're going. It's. It, it's not like you're going from Baltimore to Bel Air. It's shorter than that. It's it's much closer. Yes. Yeah, and I mean the city's full of transients anyway. I mean I don't live in the city, but mm-hmm. I go. I have to travel into the city to get to. Regardless, it's still going to be a complete S show to get in and out of there. I don't think it's fair to ask Joe that question. Why? Joe's not doesn't live in D.C. Doesn't matter to him. He's a Caps fan. But if you live in D.C. and they move from D.C., yeah. it matters more. Joe's got to travel someplace else to see him anyway. Yeah, but you got all those people that mm-hmm. live in Northern Virginia that have to do that in the first place. No, I'm saying, I think those are the people that need to. Yeah. Like, a, if you're living in DC, it hits you somehow. But if you're living if, in Northern Virginia, now you're excited. So I think it's split regardless. But my point mm-hmm. is, it doesn't really affect you geographically because they're not moving from you. You don't own them anyway. Anyway, you're living in Baltimore. So I think yeah. I think the people in DC, you know, those are the people. You, hey, how does this affect you? You got to take the uh, the metro anyway. So, I mean, like, it's the area they're moving to is just south of uh, Reagan, but it's going to be part of an eight million dot, eight million, eight million square foot area mm-hmm. that it's like huge area that they're going to be able to, like, entertainment district, which is exciting. But yeah. I mean, that's this is <laughs> we see this with the Ravens and um, and the Caps within like two days, they're making huge changes. So, got a little Gary Glitter going on here. Yeah, I kind of forgot about how awful Gary Glitter is, how terrible of a human he is. When it, like people were like, "Yeah, this song's amazing," but Gary Glitter can go, can go rot in a jail cell. I think he's dead now, but I think so. but yeah, the now the um, mayor Bowser and the legislators of DC though are trying really to hard. Keep them, I know. So there's five hundred million dollars yeah. they just said they'd pledge to keep them in the city. Yeah. I don't know if that's really going to matter, but I guess we'll see what happens. We shall see.
still exciting though. I mean, I it's still exciting. It is. They're going to keep. Um, it's big news. They're still going to have concerts and stuff. At they're not getting rid of Capital One Arena, so they're still going to have concerts, and the Mystics are going to keep playing there too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if they. Can I change actually their like mind. that venue. I like that they have those restaurants like you're actually indoors. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, you exactly. Walk out of the arena. And so what are you going to do with that place? I kind of wonder. You got concerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Unless people are going to Mystics games, I don't. Oh well. Very special commissions, Baltimore at 9 o'clock. But on the other side, Ed and Jeremy's top three NFL teams. No, Jeremy's not here, but he sent them to me. And you know what? Creative control. If I don't like them, I may turn them around. No, I'm just kidding with you, Jeremy. (laughs) Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Ed and Jeremy's top three NFL teams. Here we go. Here we go. What has become one of the more controversial uh, segments on the show, Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, I wonder how much controversy will be involved in the top three this week. I bet you, you and Jeremy have similar top threes. I don't think we'd have to at this point. I think so. I mean, especially with what transpired the last two weeks. Yeah, and that's why I'm thinking we're going to be – if not in the same order, I bet we have the same teams. I'll reveal Jeremy's first. Okay. At number three, Jeremy Kahn has the Dallas Cowboys, a team that just went out and beat up on the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that was a perennial top three team throughout the season, top top team often. He has them at number three. The number two team is the home team, the number one team in the AFC, the only team in the AFC with 10 wins. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens are his number two team. The number one team, the Kansas City Chiefs. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy Kahn's number one team, the San Francisco 49ers, a team that proved that they are just that good. They're just that good, man. They're the number one team. So, number three, the Cowboys, number one, Ravens, number, number two, the Ravens, number one, 49ers. Well, he obviously copied off me. Same? Same exact. Same exact. The Cowboys at three, the Ravens at two, the 49ers at one. Um, I assume because people, somebody's going to complain, they're always doing these things and come after us. The only thing you could possibly change is swap Dallas and Baltimore. And locally, since I don't think people will do that because it's the Ravens, but that would be the you know the uh, the argument I think people would make. Now oh, the Cowboys should be number two. But I mean, I, I think this is as clear as it's been. Yeah. Because we've both moved in and out the Lions. We've moved the Chiefs in and out. Um, the Eagles, of course. Right now, I'm very confident with this as the best three teams in the NFL. Really? Mm-hmm. I really do. I feel real strongly about this. And I haven't before. I I've, I've been on San Francisco's jock for a long I feel they've been the best team. But after that, everything else was kind of fungible. I can't make an argument. You know, I like to bust you guys' chops sometimes. I don't know of a team that's more worthy of being in the top three. I'm with you. Um, I think the only argument you would have if you want to make an argument is whether the Cowboys are number two or the Ravens number two. I would pick the Ravens just because of the schedule. Um, we we did this exercise last division. week with Jeremy, yeah. Uh, but but I'm 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 with you on this. 
I mean, who else in the AFC? No one. Who else in the NFC? No one. No. Um, the only other team you could argue is the Eagles still have 10 wins. Mm-hmm. Let's not act like the Eagles haven't built a 10-win resume. Yeah. But as they're playing right now, of the four, you got four 10-win teams. Who's the least of them right now? Right now, the Eagles. Yeah. They lost two well, in a row. Well, because, you know, recency. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't lose it. Right? They got shellacked. They got shellacked by two teams in the top three. Yes, right. Yeah. I mean, I think they you know they deserve to be pushed out, pushed down a bit. But I've, I feel real good about this list. I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. Um, I'm going to be disappointed if they don't win the, the AFC this year. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, because it's really looking like the Chiefs are obviously vulnerable now. The Bills are not, you know, as strong as they have been. If they stay healthy. No, that's always the caveat. If they stay healthy. Yeah. Now, I mean, injuries aside. Let me ask you a question. Um, We both agree that if they're, the Eagles would be number four. So if there were a top five, who would be number five? Hmm. And we do top three because we know how difficult top three is. Yeah, I'd probably still put Kansas City in there because the Lions are struggling. Jacksonville's, you know, I don't think they're deserving of it. So I'd probably still put the Chiefs in there because of the homes. See, that's where we disagree. They they lost two in a row, uh, although they lost to the Bears. Um, two in a row, Kansas City. Lost mm-hmm. to the Bears. I would still pick the Lions as my top five. You know why? Because they beat the Chiefs. They did. They did. So, I mean, both teams are struggling, mm-hmm. but if ever there were a time where head-to-head matters, for me, head-to-head matters in this situation because you got two struggling teams. Um, so that would be clearly my number five team. Yeah. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Bottom was Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Who are your top three teams in the National Football League? They were showing something a minute ago, and I told, I said this to someone else. The great lateral play play by Travis Kelsey. How Travis Kelsey's known for that. He's done that several times. I remember doing that once. I think it was on Thanksgiving against the Lions. Travis Kelsey is known for that lateral pass. He got no problem with that. I just find the whole thing. He's a former that. quarterback. He was at Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. University yeah. of Cincinnati. Yeah. Yep. They're showing one of the famous lateral plays of all time, and that's the Music City Miracle. Did you think that was a forward pass when you originally watched that? Which one? The Music City Miracle. Oh. Because um, they talked about Frank Wachek, yeah. who, who, who died. I, re- I don't remember what it was at the time. What did you think? Illegal. Really? Hmm. I thought Frank Wachek, I thought it was illegal. The way they explained it, they explained the hell out of it. But I wasn't buying it. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like one of those explanations where NFL screwed up, officials screwed up. We don't want any controversy in the playoffs moving forward, so we're going to explain this thing away. Yeah, it was Doug. <laughs> Joe, it was Doug Flutie that they beat, right? Doug Flutie and the Bills. I think that was Doug Flutie led Bills that they beat. Doug Flutie from Manchester, Maryland. He's from Manchester, Maryland. Yeah, really? With yeah, the high school in Maryland. I think he moved out before his high school age, okay. but he was born there. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was a Doug Flutie-led Buffalo Bill. Rob Johnson. Was Rob Johnson? Uh, Wade Phillips started Rob Johnson instead of Doug Flutie. Okay. Well, good they lost. I'm glad they lost. I did like Discriminating against the little man. 
Can you imagine what Doug Flutie would be to, in today's NFL? That doesn't discriminate against little people yeah. anymore? I'm glad that's saying because a lot of guys who I think are getting a chance now would not have. And people like Flutie, obviously. Um, but I, you, you see more and more quarterbacks and running backs too now. Where, I mean, Keaton Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, see, the Rams running back. He's how about you do this? Pounds. How about you see if I can do it before you say I can't do it? Yes. Yeah. This isn't, you know, we're not running track meets. <laughs> if I go out there and I don't do it, then you're right. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Pete Garrell gave Russell Wilson a chance. You know? Yeah. And these guys have been. Russell Kyler Wilson, Murray. Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's a Hall of Fame ass, but he's a Hall of Fame <laughs> football player as well. So, I mean, just just let the guys go out and do what they do. If they can't, then, hey, move on. I agree. But, you know, the um, the, the the Seahawks had signed the quarterback out of Green Bay to back up to uh, Aaron Rodgers. They signed him to a big contract, drafted Russell Wilson late, and then decided it, it, uh, um, it tell you how much power Pete Carroll has. Yeah, you may have signed this guy to a lot of money, but I'm going with Russell Wilson as a rookie. And the rest is history. Yeah. Hall of Fame history. Say what you want. The guy can play quarterback. No, he can. He's a Super Bowl winner. Yep. Knows how to pick a woman. It's all yeah. good. It's all good. It makes good sneakers. I looked at their website. Mm-hmm. And other than the two jackets that I ordered, I don't see anything else I like. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Oh boy! Mm. <laughs> he just you should see the look on Ed's face. He just looked ahead and shook his head like, "Yeah, that's to be expected." Yeah. I've got another website for you. I can't believe how expensive this one is. Oof. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, a little bit earlier, talks of Maryland basketball is six and four on the year. But you asked, did you ask Naki about the disappointment so far? Um, Was that your question? Yeah, kind of. Because I, I have some what's missing from this team. Is it so? It's not just me. You're not into this, are you? No, no. And that's why I asked him. I said, "What?" The, I said that I can't put my finger on it. But I'm dis- I said I'm disappointed in the season so far, and I can't put my finger on what's missing exactly. I'll just, tell you what's missing. The question that was it that Russell Crowe asked: Are you not entertained? I'm not. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not entertained. Yeah. See, I think a lot of people who are in sports, coaches, players, and they get this. Just win mentality. No, that's not enough for me. Just win while entertaining me. This is entertainment. Yeah. Just win. Oh, man. I can go watch high school just win. I can go watch rec ball just win. I want to be entertained while you're winning. Hold my attention for three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear, you hear people all the time say, oh, man, I know more sports than you. I can do your show. You probably do. But can you hold people's attention for four hours? Right. you just spitting out your knowledge for four hours ain't gonna keep people can you hold people drive people away exactly yeah and then when you when you you're going up and down a basketball court going up and down a football field going around the diamond we're winning okay that's cool but am i entertained let me tell you something it's (laughs) john miller my buddy from you know robert walters co-rank you know john Uh he's back on television now his advice to me was always tell me a story Tell me a story. Yeah. That's how I get to be a good public speaker, I think, because he just tells me tell a story. Just because his editor told him that. Just tell me a story when you're reporting. My coaches break down at 915, don't go anywhere, but on the other side is Commission's Baltimore. What you got, Commission? 
Well, we got our annual toy drive for the Mount Washington Pediatric Hospital, so we're going to talk about that. It's tomorrow, and I really would like people to come. We're going to try to draw you in next. Right here on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.